Welcome to the President's Career Podcast. The PCP is a podcast brought to you by WJ's Office of Career Services and meant to highlight everything about your career. I'm your host, Raheem Clemens. Today I'm joined with three recent WJ graduates who are all now currently in law school. Janelle Snetsky, class of 2020, who's attending the University of Buffalo, Sarah and Barlina, also class of 2020 and attending Liberty University, and Quinn Marker, class of 2014 who's attending the University of Cincinnati. Each one of them had a different path leading to law school. However, now that they're there, they're all thriving in it. They've been kind enough to meet with me and share their journeys to law school and how they stay successful there. So to start off, can you walk me through your process of getting into law school? Yeah, I can start. Um, so at WNJ, I majored in Spanish and International Studies. And I had planned on going to law school for basically my whole life. So I took a very traditional route. And so my classes at WNJ, I took a lot of history, political science, and of course, Spanish courses, which were useful. Um, I would definitely recommend taking Dr. DeSaro's classes if you're planning on going to law school. And then I took the LSAT in November of 2019. And from there, I applied to law school in January, and I was going to take the LSAT again, but we all know what happened starting in around March, February 2020. So I actually only took the LSAT once, but that was fine. And I started getting acceptances around April, and I committed in June and started in August. So a very traditional path for me. So I had a little bit of a less traditional path than Janelle did. I initially started out at WJ as a bio major. I thought I wanted to go to med school. It was kind of always my dream to help people. And I knew I was never going to be done after undergrad. Once I took organic chemistry too, I decided that was definitely not the path for me. And I kind of switched gears and I did business and English. I really loved both like I guess kind of how business and English were so different, but I also kind of knew I wanted to continue my studies after undergrad. And so being able to help people and being in the law is something that I really valued. So like Janelle, in my senior year, I took the LSAT. I took it though in January. I was supposed to retake it, but with COVID, obviously a few things had to change and I applied to a bunch of schools and I believe I committed in May to Liberty. And I uh, at WJ really wasn't wasn't thinking about law school um, was really not yeah hadn't even really considered the path and really was pretty set on not doing any additional school after WJ as well um, but had worked for a few years mostly in advertising and um, started to get more interested in the path, the, all the different paths that law school um, could offer. So I started applying in what would have been around the, the winter of 2017, I suppose, or maybe it was 2018, um, but I started um, law school in August of 2018, um, took the LSAT, like signed up, like I think like on one of the last days that you could sign up to take it. So my process was pretty darn rushed. And I, I go to the University of Cincinnati um, and only applied to UC because I really didn't want to move. Um, 
and it all just sort of worked out, but it was all kind of a, a quick, not really thought out process for me uh, at first, but has been great. You all mentioned taking the LSAT. Are there any resources that you used that you think really helped your chances? Or are there any advice you'd give someone preparing to take it? Yeah, so I um, I did two kind of programs. I did the Khan Academy program, which is free. It's online. They do, I think you get 10 practice exams and then they kind of built around what you did the least well um, on the exams, kind of doing exercises. And then I also did the Kaplan program, which I found really beneficial just to have two different viewpoints on the test itself, just because everybody has their own theories and their own ways to go about, especially the logic in section or um, just trying to figure out problems like that. So I definitely would recommend not just sticking with one and kind of branching out and trying to figure out different ways of how companies look at the exam itself. I think my biggest piece of advice if I were to reapply again would be the summer after my junior year. So the summer going into my senior year of undergrad, I would have taken that LSAT. I'm not sure how it is right now with the flex, but they used to offer it, I think four times a year. And one of them was in June. So I would definitely take June, get your feet wet. And then if it didn't go as well as you wanted, you have, I think September, November and January before the cycle ends to take another exam. So for me, taking it the first time in November and wanting to apply to the cycle that I did was a little too late. So that would be my biggest piece of advice. I would echo everything um, Sarah and Janelle said. I think I, I took it twice. Um, and the first time, you know, I mentioned without a whole lot of preparation, I just like ordered a book on Amazon and sort of like read through it and then thought like, let's just see how this goes. And it did not go as well as I'd hoped. But then I signed up for an in-person uh, class that was at UC, like through a, um, you know, it's like one day a week for it's like Sunday nights for like a month or something. And it was just nice to sort of get in the rhythm of actually having to show up someplace. So it sort of got me in a routine to stick to a schedule. And then when I took it again, I already sort of understood how it felt and how some of the sections worked. Um, so I think just, you know, practice tests are really the, as many times as you can just kind of get into the material is helpful. What advice would you give to a sophomore or junior right now to help increase their chances of getting into law school? Are there any clubs or extracurricular activities they should look to join? Or would you recommend getting an internship or some specific experience outside of just schoolwork and classes? I know something that really helped me um, once I decided that law school after I decided it wasn't going to be a doctor, something that I did my junior the summer after I interned at a law firm. It was a defense firm in Charleston, South Carolina, and it was such a great experience just to see different aspects of the law. The firm I worked at didn't just do necessarily one type of law. They kind of did um, land stuff, but also criminal stuff. And it was really eye-opening just to see, okay, you want to be a lawyer, but what does that mean? And in practice, how does that work? I think, you know, the idea of being a lawyer is great, but you don't always get to see the day-to-day nitty-gritty kind of stuff and all the little nuances that go into it. So I definitely think 
that was helpful. But I also had kind of an untraditional path to law school. I wasn't in the pre-law societies or anything. And honestly, I wish I was. Um, and I would have, I wish I would have made that decision earlier because I really do think that it would have been beneficial just to kind of have that mindset earlier on in my educational career. Yeah, um, I did pre-law society at WNJ, but the nice thing about law school is it's so open and you can come in from so many different backgrounds that I would say during undergrad, like really figure out what you're interested in. Um, you don't have to do like a legal internship, you know, do whatever kind of internship that you want because there's so many different things that you can do with a law degree. So at WNJ, yeah, do pre-legal society if law school is what you're thinking, but try a bunch of other things too. And you'll be surprised, you know, what you find liking and how that can tie into getting into law school and later a career in law. I agree. I think just any practical experience that you can have. Um, I wish that I would have had some sort of legal experience before starting law school, um, but it was also helpful that I had some experiences from outside of the legal world. So I can, you know, there's a, I think oftentimes we focus on like, you know, have getting legal experience, but there's also a whole bunch of industry experience that's valuable um, for lawyers to have too. So like Janelle said, you know, any job that you have or internship will end up being helpful. Okay, so to wrap up the getting into law school part, you all came from different paths, had different interests while working through W&J, and did some different things to prepare for law school. So can you tell me a little bit about how the jump was to law school for you? Quinn, I know you mentioned taking a couple years to work. How was it getting back into an academic setting? And for the girls, can you tell me about the leap straight from your W&J undergraduate experience to what things are like now in law school? You know, I think for me, it was, um, I really relied on the, I played lacrosse when I was at WJ, and doing that really kind of forced me to set a pretty strict schedule with myself when I was at WJ for when I was going to get my work done. Um, so I think having that rhythm set up at WJ and having those good habits built um, set me up well to kind of get back into the school routine. I certainly study a lot more in law school now than I did at WJ. Um, but I think that the, you know, the, the writing, um, skills that WJ taught me, I think has, has really been beneficial for me, um, in law school. So I came, I grew up in Pennsylvania and I moved to Virginia and it was weird because I guess COVID definitely changed a lot of people's application process. I moved here pretty blindly. I've never visited Liberty beforehand. I never saw Lynchburg beforehand, just kind of moved. And I think whenever I moved, it was a big transition, obviously just environmental wise, you know, you're much further away from, I guess, that easy commonplace. And then you're thrown into a world where you're just reading so much more and having to be accountable for a lot more, which I've learned, I do like it a whole lot, but it was a lot of a struggle to understand everything is so important and it all does fit at some point, but it is much harder of, a, I guess, a week and a workload to get through. Yeah, if 
I was an undergrad right now, I would tell myself and force myself to do every reading assignment that my undergrad professors assigned me because, you know, in undergrad at WNJ, it's obviously not a walk in the park, but you could probably get away in class without having done the reading. That's way harder in law school. You have a lot of reading to do and it can be really overwhelming. So that was a really hard transition for me is that, okay, I actually have to read or else I won't be able to get by anymore. So that was one of the hardest transitions. And also because I think COVID had such a big impact, I loved at WJ, you know, you'd walk down the sidewalk, you knew everyone, you would wave to everyone. So it's definitely like a more solo experience, but it's not too bad. Making study groups has been good and yeah. You mentioned the culture and how things were different from WNJ. Being that we're a small liberal arts college, most university campuses are often a lot bigger. Know that and a lot of other things can factor into where you apply. So can you speak to what other factors you considered when applying to law school? No, I um I don't think I'm gonna have really a great answer because I just kind of it was convenient for me to go to UC. So I think sometimes I think if I had been applying right out of WJ, my search probably would have been a lot different. But you know, I had like my life is in Cincinnati. Um and I just felt like I, I really wanted to go to law school, but um I wanted it to happen in Cincinnati. So I didn't really have a big big selection process. Um but I've really enjoyed it. You know, it's, it's a whole lot different than WJ. UC is huge. The law school is obviously a, a smaller piece of that, but it's interesting and different being on such a big campus because I was used to all those small town things at WJ too. Um, so while my process wasn't uh, very planned out, I guess, I think it's worked out. Definitely going off of what Quinn said, it's so different. I'm also at a very big... Uh, school in general, I know Liberty, we have so many different schools, even just within Liberty, like the med school and the nursing school and everything. So kind of coming from where you know everybody and everybody knows you to this experience where you are in an unknown environment and it's such a different educational experience. It's definitely harder to adjust, but the biggest thing that I looked at when I was in the application process is I really wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to be distracted by a lot of things. So I'm from Pennsylvania and I didn't really want to stay in Pittsburgh. I kind of tried to apply, obviously schools in Pennsylvania, but then schools in Virginia, South Carolina, Florida, just trying to broaden my horizons because these next three years, while they are going to be incredibly challenging and they've proven to be, it was kind of an experience and a way for me to be like, well, the next three years I can live kind of wherever I want to. And in picking Liberty, the biggest reason as to why I chose it was a lot of people from my high school actually came here for undergrad. And I remember Instagram messaging, Instagram messaging them, which was the weirdest thing. And I was like, all right, tell me about it. Did you like it? Did you hate it? How's Lynchburg? What's it like here? What's the weather? Just because yes, you're in law school, but you also live here and you have to make wherever you are home and especially if you are coming from out of state, sometimes it is harder to do that. But if you know certain attributes about where you're at, it makes it easier to make the transition, I think. 
Yeah, one of the factors for me was I'm from Jamestown and I go to UB, the University of Buffalo now. So it's only about an hour and a half away. Um, but one thing about getting a law degree is you have to, of course, get a license to practice law. So when you're choosing somewhere, it's not like number one, but close in the top five to think, okay, if I go to law school here, I'm going to be comfortable in this state or area, probably get some internships there. Will I want to practice there for the rest of my life? Or I'm going to have to get licenses in other states and that's going to be a different process. So I kind of figured I would end up in New York. That's why I end up choosing UB. And price is great here, state schools, you know. Um, and because of COVID, I also kind of wanted to stay a little bit closer to home for now. And it's worked out really well so far. So I would say definitely think about future with the license, price, and overall environment too. If you could say one thing that's kept you in law school, you know, kept the motor going, kept you motivated, and uh, really helped you succeed there, what do you think that thing would be? The biggest thing that's kept me here is honestly my love for everything I've been reading. Obviously, you have your favorite classes, and then the classes you kind of groan about going to because you don't necessarily want to be cold calling in, or you don't want to deal with sitting through that class but I think the material that we go through every day is really interesting and then you'll be able to see it practically in your lives the different um, principles or the elements it's the weirdest thing but I think once the thing the biggest thing that keeps me here is the fact that you're progressing in the law and you're learning just more and more about the different nuances and the different things that really the law is all about and how it can be applied to literally everyday situations. Um, I want to do immigration law as of right now. So that's kind of always in the back of my mind when I was at WJ. That's why I majored in what I majored in. And also another factor coming to Buffalo, we're really close to the Canadian border. So it's a really great place to practice immigration law just because of that. And um, that's what keeps me going is I'm, I'm really excited for the career and the internships. Like, yes, you have to go to school, school is school, but I can't wait to actually start practicing. Yeah, I think I, I would echo all those, the things um, both Sarah and Janelle said. I think for me, it was really cool to be able to see pretty quickly, I'm in my last semester. So there's been some times that, you know, pretty quickly, like being able to see how the things we learned in classes, like they were saying, um, can get applied right away. Like, it's pretty crazy. You know, you'll be sitting in a classroom learning about something and then somebody has that problem out in the real world. Um, and you can use what you learned to, to help them. And I'm really interested in, in housing and affordable housing. Um, and there's so many things that you learn about in law school that really, you know, allow you as even a student to go out and do a lot of good to, to help people going through that. So you've all come from different backgrounds and want to practice different types of law, which kind of speaks toward the generality of a law degree. So what would you tell somebody with no interest in law or who may not be on the pre-law track at WNJ? What would you tell them to get them thinking about, you know, going to law school 
or a reason they might even want to consider it? So that was definitely me in undergrad. I, like I said, I came from a business and English background. So I pretty much law didn't really come up at all in my classes. And I think the biggest thing that has brought me from the business and English background is being able to help people and using the tools that law school gives you in order to help people, in order to be that advocate for someone that really needs the help. Um, and in the law, there's so many different paths you can take with it. Like Janelle was saying, you can be a professor or in-house counsel or you can go to court every day. It's really um, diverse and you can make it what you want it to be, which I think is so important um, whenever you want to decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life, because you're not really stuck in one um, facet or one industry. You can kind of make it your own and change as you change and as you evolve. So I think it's, I mean, you're always going to have your law degree. So it's something that I definitely am happy that I'm here for. Um, and I'm excited to be able to use the degree for whatever I kind of decide to do. Yeah, I would say, um, you know, people joke how like lawyers, you know, well, we have the stereotype for how lawyers are, right? But my professors always say like, we always need more good lawyers. So, and you can practice anything. If you love sports, go into sports law, or, you know, you can do literally whatever you want with a law degree. So like Sarah was saying, just having one in itself opens up so many doors and the people that you will meet here, the professors that will teach you, my professors have been taught by people like RBG and Justice Kagan. So that's just really cool in itself, making those connections. And yeah, so I would say connections and just the fact that you can literally do anything with a law degree. Yeah, I feel really fortunate to have had the opportunity to, to be in law school, because I think in addition to, you know, making yourself more marketable for whatever you want to do and just I think it helps you, you know, there's sort of a thing people here in law school all the time, like you, you're going to help you teach you to think like a lawyer, which is sort of hokey, but can be applied in a lot of different ways. Um, and I think it's also, you know, it's just nice to be, to be able to spend time, you know, because you do have to get really into the weeds and all the stuff you read, which is cumbersome oftentimes, but is also, you know, really valuable. Um, you know, law school forces you to learn a whole bunch of stuff really quickly. Um, and I think even just from like a, a learning perspective, um, it's great. Those were all my formal questions, but now I'd like to give you the opportunity to offer any personal nuggets of knowledge or any advice you'd like to pass down as a WNJ alum to the current students. A really big piece of advice that I would give someone, especially coming from a different background than the pre-law, is to not be afraid and to not look down on yourself because you didn't have that pathway. Because coming from the business background, I go to a school where a lot of people have that. So whenever, for instance, like tort law, I couldn't tell you when the first day I was in torts class what that meant. I was kind of, I wouldn't say a disadvantage in the slightest, but it was almost like I was never exposed to that material. And it isn't something that I regret that it's something that it makes it more exciting because I never have had the opportunity to learn it or know what it's about. So whenever we have these different principles in any of my classes, I'm like, wait, that's kind of cool. 
And the people that are pre-law, like especially that went to my undergrad for school because they did take all the classes, they have already had it. So I'm like, guys, this is so cool. Like you can learn about this. And they're like, yeah, I already did it. I'm like, but just coming from the business background when I did like finance and econ for fun. Um, so I would definitely say not to be discouraged by whatever path you decided to take because it is whatever you're interested at the time and wherever you are in life. And I think you can be successful at whatever you decide to do, but if you put your mind to it, because law school is such a different beast than undergrad. And it is something that you have to consciously work out every single day and consciously want to do. Like whenever I have 60 pages of reading for one class, it's like, man, I wish I was not doing this. But it's also one of those things where it's like, but you have the opportunity to, and I think realizing how thankful you are to be afforded the opportunity to go to law school and the opportunity to be in a profession that people really rely on in society is really awesome. But you also have, I guess, the burden of reading and getting cold called and having all of the anxiety and all of that fun stuff that everyone in law school will talk about. Yeah, I'll follow up with that on a like way less serious note. I completely agree with everything that Sarah said. So my advice right now is if you are in undergrad at WJ, enjoy it so much. Take advantage of every opportunity that you have there. Study abroad if you can study abroad. Just do like really have fun there and try and understand, you know, like your passions, like I was saying earlier, and what you hope to do with a law degree, if that's what you want to do. But not because law school is not fun, because it's a blast, you know, I love reading. And so, but just have fun at WJ. And of course, I'm just going to echo everything else Sarah said. Yeah, my advice is really just, um, you know, make good friends at WJ, because I think, you know, my, my biggest, in addition to the great academic habits that I built at WJ, I think also, um, you know, there's a lot of my close friends that I built at WJ um, are practicing attorneys now. And it was like an unbelievable resource that I was able to, you know, text or call some of my friends um, who were attorneys and say, you know, what do I do about this? And ask them what to do. Um, and really great to have kind of, you know, peers that have been through it before. Um, so, you know, focus on friendships because your WJ friendships will end up being um, valuable. Janelle, Sarah, Quinn, thank you guys for sharing your insight. I'm sure some students at WJ will be glad you did. If you have any questions or would like to get in touch with any of the panelists, feel free to reach out to Career Services by scheduling a meeting on the Handshake app. Thank you for tuning in.